back. Welcome back. Hello, hello, guys. Happy Friday. It is Friday. For them. Yeah. Tuesday? We made it another Tuesday week. Tuesday for us? How was your first re- week out of retrograde, everybody? Anyone, anyone notice something better? Something lighter? Something cheery? I mean, to be honest, Jess, I found out at the doctor's office as I was, I had to do some blood work. Um, that I still got it, okay? Waiting at this doctor's office. Everybody's waiting to give blood for various things. And I see that there's a group of troubled adults, maybe? Maybe in an inpatient program, outpatient program. What are they? Um, troubled adults. Oh. Men. Troubled adult men. I, I heard troubled dogs. <laughs> and I was like, what are dogs doing at the doctor's office? Um, okay. No, but um, I mean, literally... There's a butt in every seat here. And of course, I'm just like trying to get on my phone playing ball sort puzzle as one does. It's Tomb Blast for me. But. <sighs> I've been stuck on the same level. I shit you not for weeks because I just play when I'm like randomly like yeah, doing, I do in when waiting I rooms. TV. Waiting rooms. Um, so one of these young men who had a lot of skills with lighters, he was doing some lighter tricks. Like a zippo? Um, like yep. a z- mm-hmm. tick in the doctor's office waiting room, blood waiting room. Um, that got you going? That got oh, you hot? That got me hot. The etnies got me hot as well. <laughs> Throwing it back. No. Yes. Um, but he did look over to me and say, Hey, I'm I'm broke, but would you like to take me out sometime? No. <laughs> oh. What? What a line. What? I mean, I truly just laughed and I was like, <laughs> my husband wouldn't really appreciate that, but you know, <laughs> thanks for asking. And then he catches on. You're a, so good with replies. I, feel like, I think if someone does that to me, I'm like, uh, uh, no, I was just like, no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I dropped the husband line. He's not my husband yet, but you know, you're like, wearing a mm. ring. So you don't think he oh, picked up but on Jess, that? did I forget to put my ring on that morning? Oh. And did that young man call me out and say, you got a husband, but you ain't got no ring? <gasps> I yeah, was a like, backlash. I know. I was like, he, he circled back. Like, I'm talking like 10 minutes later, like this man. And he was just like, you're just the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I was like, I'm wearing a mask and no makeup. Oh, and I haven't showered lately. So uh, did, you're did, desperate. A confidence you're desperate. Boost? I mean, it's always a confidence boost. I know I still got it, even if I only got it for men oh, that are still got taking it. drug tests for their court-ordered. Troubled adults. <laughs> yeah. Troubled adults. Oh, yeah, there was, like, a group of five guys there, and they were, like, talking about their group. Like, I think they're in, like, a... Uh, like a outpatient program or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that to be said, shoot your shot. Go, go for it. Go, go I mean, off I, thing. They happened to be last year in... in Home Depot, someone came up to me and asked me out. And I was like, keep doing that. I literally said that to him. I was like, that's really, I was like, keep doing that. Keep asking people out in person because it's sweet. But I think he should if work it, on his delivery a bit. Well, yeah. Not, <laughs> I'm broke. Would you take me out? I mean, I we appreciated the that. honesty. I mean, yeah, let's, he, if, he was front, he was said, I'm not going to be paying, but would you like to? If we're talking about, hey. you know, we love a transparent, yeah. we love a communicative hey, person. Are you interested in a charity case? <laughs> Because I could provide you with one. And I just, I was cracking up. I was texting Josh. I was like, oh my God, out here. He shot a shot and good for him. Good for, 
truly. And I don't know. I don't know what other people's stance on that is. Like, is is hitting on people or asking people out in person like not approved of now since everything's online? You know I, I mean, it's ancient, but it, I think it's bold. And yeah. I think I think deep down, everybody, even though we're we've moved to online dating and that's the norm, everyone still wants a good a meet cute. You know, right? I think everyone still, you know, wishes for a fairy tale. Yeah, type in of person. Meeting up. Yeah. So one of my new friends that I made, um, he met his fiance on an airplane. Like they were sitting they next to each other. I was like, what? They just talked for yes, hours. they did. And he got his. He, he was like, I almost didn't ask for a number because I thought it was weird. He's Aww. like, but now we're getting married in, in August, and I was like. That is great. It's very cute. That is great. I'm keep that up. Keep up. Keep there's it. Stranger shot. There's strangers out there. You know, life is too short. Way too short. Shoot your shot. That's all I got to say. I love that. What a good story, Rage. Oh, but other than that, we've had a couple. I, I had a weekend. We had a wedding weekend. But something exciting happened to me at this wedding. I saw nuns. There were nuns at the wedding. Nuns a plenty. At, Wait, no, as guests? No, at the church. <gasps> I've never seen nuns at a church. Did you um, refer to them as sister? I didn't need sister to. Sister Mary I, Catherine. I was, I was starstruck. <laughs> I was like, you were nervous. They were like around lighting them? the candles, and I was like, oh my god, I've never seen a nun. IRL. I don't know if I have. Like we know nuns exist, but where are they? They're not at every church, not at every parish. They're not. What church was this? Mm. Is it in Cleveland? Yeah. It was like I love that. I, what are their rules? I of think nuns? Paul, some Paul, something St. Paul. What or, are their rules? What are the, what is their their exact purpose in the church? Don't Do get married, know? don't wear makeup, can't drink. It's I mean it's I mean I, I just refer back to Sister Act if I have any reference yes, of let's nuns. Re- yeah. Yeah. Speaking of old movies, my god. What a classic a cult classic and that's why i felt like uh netflix has a uh critically acclaimed movies or like pre- and so I, I'm, I was i said to josh i was like i kind of want to work my way through this like you know yeah. like see the oldies but goodies and so dolly parton we know her we love her i was like i would love to see this steel magnolias movie i've heard things <gasps> guys down bad you were down bad and i was fine i've never Spoiler seen it. alert when shelby dies i was like okay you did know? you not hear me just say i didn't see it but you called it a cult classic i didn't i was saying that sister act was a cult classic oh but that's okay hey i when, don't know if i'd really watch when it when someone dies i was fine but then there's a moment where sally field's character goes and gets this girl's son and Oh my God, Sally Field's a visionary. Doesn't get enough credit, okay? She killed that movie. Dolly, of course. It's a just legend. A, it's just a real story of small town life and people and their friend. I was just crying seen, my eyes out. Never seen that emotion from you. Hey. And, and I love you for that. You were like, I've just been crying. I'll cry at movies. I'll cry at movies all day. Me too. It's like the only thing that, like I said, I when I feel it coming on. Yeah. It was This Is Us. That's the last time I was just... I did cry a little bit in the, the last book I read, though. Seven Husbands of F. Evelyn Hugo. Hugo. So good. I haven't finished it. It's very good. The ending's heard, good. I great things. jaw dropped when I didn't see the twist coming. 
I, but I'm not good at that. Like Joe will know the end of the movie within the first 15 minutes of the movie. And it'll be like, I guarantee that person. Really? Dies. And he's like, I guarantee you that's his dad or something. He knows it quickly. Cause he was just a big movie guys watched endless hours. Big of movie. movie guy, big movie guy, big movie. But me, I don't. And I also like, don't like to think like that. No. Like I want to be present in the movie. So when the surprise happens that I'm shooketh. Yeah. Speaking of movies, everyone's going crazy over uh, Top Gun. So good. You've seen it? Josh and I played hooky the other day. <sighs> we, we we went and we saw it midday. Was Miles Teller worth? <laughs> I've been obsessed with Miles Teller forever. Now everyone's so blowing So is Laura. Up. Yes. Laura has been obsessed with him forever. And I never... It's interesting to see Miles Teller in a role where like he could have easily played the cocky, unlikable guy. Because he cause, normally is. But he was like... He was the likable. So That's I'm like, why... I was, everyone is he, mean in for him hot. yeah he is hot yeah um everyone's like you didn't know him in footloose i'm like i knew him way before that but he is hot you, and did you, you know his- what first movie he was in like his, one of his first like big movies no what was it project x that's it the first movie yeah, i ever okay. went to he hot, is in yeah. that yeah i'm like i can't remember first movie i ever went to to the on the grass dawn, yo yeah so good he is um so good. yeah did you see that his wife i don't her, know her tiktok she's flexing she, she she's got the thirst trap she was like thirst away ladies she's like i'm not keeping him to my she's like i'm here to I share know, it's I funny because everyone was like this is intentional she's trying to claim a property she's like no bro like i'm here to share sharing is caring get after it but i love that i need to go see it you someone should. said uh who was it? I think it was my sister. She's like, imagine seeing that in IMAX theater. I'm like immediately throwing up. I would be Josh sick. said that he wants to start seeing movies that way. Mm-mm. Not not Top Gun, but I would go see, get a full experience out of something if I yeah. really wanted to see the like movie. Like a nature film. Great, yeah. Put the rainforest around me. Let me hear it, the rain. I don't smoke a lot of ganja. Hey. I don't, but I if I was going to IMAX and seeing a nature doc, I 100% would. Yeah. That was the only time I would dabble with weed. I mean, I did back in college days. I smoked. But that was it. Only to watch, like, just nerd out. Yeah. Only to experience life a little different. Thank you. Do yeah. Some, put you on get some, it. Put on some different glasses. It's been a while. No, I, my, my heart feels like it's going to explode when I do drugs, so I don't do it. Your body doesn't take, take them well. It doesn't. I think it's part of my neurodivergence. It doesn't do well with, like, any substances. I've done – I've I've heard that before. Other people who have, like, neurodivergencies, it's like it just affects us differently. Like, Interesting. I feel like I spend a lot of my time trying to act normal. And when you're on substances, you can't act normal. You can't, like, figure it out. So, but some people would argue that it, it helps, you know? Like, people who suffer from anxiety say, you know, smoking weed helps. But not for me. No. My anxiety goes right up, unless I'm drinking. I'm also going to Dave Matthews' band concert on Friday, so might have a story or two. Might dabble going back a bit. to DMB. It is it is tradish at this point. You you go every time you can. Hundred percent. How many DMB concerts have you been to? Over ten. Easy, easy PC. I've also traveled for it too. I you are to- like a fish person equivalent with Dave Matthews. Oh, band. yep. You're like a fish girl, but for Dave Matthews' band. Mm-hmm. It's just a freaking high school reunion. You go to the one part of Blossom Lawn and we meet up in everyone's family again. It's an experience. <laughs> it's an experience. And I'm stoked to do it again this year. So if you're going there, see you there. Um, one thing I have, which is very niche, 
very, very niche, but I have to bring it up. And I feel like we might have brought this up before. But Cleveland area brides, babes. <sighs> if I have to go to the art museum or Wade Oval one more time. And wait in line. I'm going to absolutely drive my head into a bush. I, okay, here's the deal, guys. It's not that great because here's the situation. You want to go to this place. But so does everybody else. So does everybody else. But if it's sunny out, which in the summer, more than likely, you're going to get the sun. Where do you take pictures there? Underneath the trees. But I don't think people think that. Right, they don't think that. But that's what their pictures are going to look like in the end. You're under some shade, some trees. Because if we put you on the marble steps of the art museum, you're going to be blind in about 30 seconds. The sun that bounces off that white marble into your face with the direct sun that's already... Just say no. I'll never say no to the cultural gardens, okay? I don't care. There's enough space and enough shade. We can make it work. I'm not against like overdone, I'm using air quotes, places. But I can't deal with the art museum. I've, we have driven up to the art museum and I've seen how many people and how many party buses and I said, this can't, we can't, I'm not going to wait yeah. in line to get to these spots. There's nowhere to shoot. There's so. nowhere to shoot. To the cultural gardens. The cultural gardens. Yeah. I, I'll never say no. I like the cultural gardens. It's cute there. I Yeah. Lots of shady spots, lots of places to roam. I just, I can't anymore with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell. I feel like when you see it on there now as a stop, we just should just yeah. divert. And here's the thing, guys. And I want to say, obviously, us talking about weddings that we've been to recently or that we've just shot or we second shot, you know, I think there's like a misconception when we're talking about stuff like this because it's like we're ungrateful or that we don't enjoy our jobs or love our couples. And like, that's not true. But this is our job. Just like how you can go to a shift at your job and complain about like something that was like hard or especially like frustrating. That same thing happens to us. It doesn't change the fact that we love our job and we love what we get to do and that this is our life. It's not specific to any person or couple. It's just about our job and the wedding industry as a whole and if we can find some comedic relief in that to help us balance work and life and and enjoy it still that's exactly what we're doing that's what we use this platform to do so we don't want anyone to get hurt or upset about things that we joke about like this is our job and i would never say something like this if like the couple that i had shot at the art museum wasn't like oh this is not that great this is this is stressful like that's usually the vibe it's like oh I didn't know. I didn't know. Right. And then it's like, well, we're already here. We got off the bus. We can make it work. Yeah. You know, but like, I don't know. I never wanted to come off that like we're complaining or. Yeah. It's just this not is not grateful for what we do or the couples that we serve because yes. that's not it at all. No. We just have to find some freaking comic relief. And we're, to be honest, two people who work in the same industry. So if we're not going to talk about it, yep. you know. And speaking of comic relief, <laughs> and granted, the wedding I was at this weekend was not my couple. I met them that day. I was. I was shooting for someone else. Okay. Speaking of comedic relief, this best man speech. Granted, I think that the whole bridal party was absolutely sloshed. <laughs> like, I met these people that day. So, like, I didn't know them very well. But by the time the speeches were happening, I was like, are y'all okay? 
Are you guys actually okay? This best man speech, brother of the groom, you know how it goes. If you're going to give a speech, guys. What is it, rose sesh? Uh, a little bit, but also just like telling multiple stories. Mm-hmm. Multiple funny stories from we their chat. Tri- we like, love funny stories because it helps us understand the But you have better. to tie it into a point. Yeah. You can't be like, and when we were seven and we did this, remember that? That was cool. Okay, now we're nine. Yeah. Like I've literally been to weddings where people like brought up a memory from like 10 years, like like going and I'm it like. It needs to reveal a part of their personality yes. or it needs to reveal a part of who they are and what yeah. makes them, you know, who who they are, a good partner right. or whatever. But But at some point in this man's speech, he brings up, like I'm kind of like zoning out, right? I'm, sure. I'm just taking pics. And then I hear him talk about, and then when when you walked into me in my in my childhood bedroom during my private computer time. <gasps> what the fuck? I was like, no, 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 no. The, Wait, uh, was he trying to be funny? It was like, yeah, he get was a trying, laugh. Get a laugh out of his masturbation time. Like he's not even pointing out on like his, he walked in on his brother's masturbation But why time. are we talking about masturbation at a wedding? I don't know. <laughs> And I'm just over here, like, where am I? Like, the cringe. what actual Twilight Zone? It was just Were one of people those- laughing out of, like, awkwardness? Yes, okay. Yes. It's just one of those things of, like, <laughs> the bride's face was, like, her oh, eyes just got big, God. like, huh, what? What are, we, what are we actually talking about? And I just think that's how everybody felt. That should be said, you know, if you can take any lesson, maybe don't mention masturbating in any capacity during a formal wedding speech. I just think that me may be a little bit niche. Niche. Um, you know, talk about it on the bachelor party, you know, like I'm not saying there's not a time and a place, but I am saying that it's probably not then. It's not at a for any formal event ever. But granted, again, I didn't know I didn't know these people. I feel like it tracked from the, the day that you had that something like that could have happened. Yeah, my wedding day or on Saturday was the day of the Cleveland Pride and everything was taking place where Cleveland Pride was. The hotel and the venue were on the block that Cleveland Pride was and it was wild like so cool like i'm like mm-hmm. you guys pop off like i'm i love all of this it was cool like in the hotel room like seeing all the like stands and like the parade and like it was cool but it obviously added this like logistical aspect of like this is a bit stressy mm-hmm. bit stressful. just navigating around downtown when yeah there's a big event going on for i sure. felt bad for the the florist couldn't get to the hotel they had to like park and walk like five or six blocks with all of the like crazy crazy and i um the girl i was shooting with and i like talked that morning because i was like i think this could be a real problem so we ended up going an hour early so we didn't run into it and thank god we did because like we wouldn't have been able to like do anything or get there wow so oh anything can happen you know Mm -hmm. wedding wedding tip number 577 (laughs) you can avoid having your wedding on any parade day uh celebration any you know marches for justice just it can provide it can 
give you a little snack. If you have any control over that. Yeah, but I know. But that's the thing. It's don't. like you plan your wedding a year or two in advance. And, and you don't know. Like yeah. Six months before, it's like, Cleveland Pride. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like, sweet, great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Just a lot of like, just my wedding stuff. Um, Wade Oval, just say no. And nuns. I mean, are they making a comeback? Are they coming coming back? I don't have a clue. I don't know much about nuns or the Catholic Church, for that matter. I just think that's what you give me raised Catholic energy. Yes and no. Yes, I was, but it. But it wasn't that serious. But my parents got divorced, so it was just like, ah. We don't know, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we were still that together, you the church in your real formative teenage years. Yeah, and it was like loose for me, you know. Yeah. Like my sis, both my sisters got confirmed, and it was like I'm like I'm done going to PSR, and my dad's like, okay, Ugh. like it was like I'm I don't want to do this. I'm doing sports. Nice I'm doing other baby things. Baby of the family. True. Bennies. It's it's about being the youngest of a divorced family. So it was just like things got loose, and you know, sports got in the way, and then. I figured it out myself. So well, good. You got but, anything else? Any other tidbits before we chat about our epi this week? Um, I, I, I think I had a wedding over the weekend. Things were good at a new venue. Jess and I both shot at recently. We really like it. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, Brunswick peeps, Brunswick crew. A lot of Brunswick happening this past week. Um. That's it. I yep. That's all I got. Well, good. I don't have any tidbits. Something really crazy happened. Well, we're about to think of. T- tid the bits off here. We are. Soon. That was good, Rach. I liked it. Don't talk about it. Anywho. All right. We will be. Okay. So what are we doing, Rach? What are we do? What's the meat today? So the meat this week is we're actually going to revisit our like first ever episode in detail. We kind of like touched on this during our... Was it our first episode? It was, yeah. It was because we had our intro like five minute episode, right? And, and then, then this was the first real one. It yeah. was Toad Vibes. Toad Vibes. Yep. Yep. And um, so it's the top eight things you should know before planning your wedding. Um, I'm going to read off our top eight, which were really nine. We just couldn't count. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had Jess started so she said pay it forward meaning let one vendor lead you to another because then you have like a good team of people working together I started off hot with marry the right person because <laughs> yeah, what's crazy is like when we first started I was like freshly divorced like one I had I had just reached my like one year divorce anniversary things were pretty fresh for you yes I would say yeah. Well, like Josh and I had only been dating for like four months. That's no, crazy. Wait. No, we had been dating for longer than that. Never mind. We've been living with you. Right. I'm totally lied. But I still feel like we, we started were, in 2021. We were still grieving the divorce. Yeah, we were in a weird place. Not a weird place, but I, you know, like mm-hmm. I was, I felt recent where now it feels because like it, a million years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, Your well, next one was um, set your wedding day priorities. So like three to five priorities, like write them down, like what you want to focus on. I said, choose your bridal party wisely. You said, talk to married couples and get their advice. Um, I I said, choose the wedding dress you feel the best in at your first try on. Don't try to buy a dress that like you want to love or you want to love it on advice. you. Yeah. 
um, personal touches, uh, building traditions that you and your partner started. So guests know you better when they leave. Mm. You said that. Mm -hmm. And then I said, do a boudoir session. And then you said, focus on the big picture, which had our first Meg Nye knowledge drop. Big name drop. First Meg. She's big on the platform now. We've been dropping her. She's been on the pod twice already. I know. She's famous now. She's famous for better or worse. Um, But I thought it was funny because during that episode, I was like listening, but also kind of like skipping through. Um, But I said at at one point in that episode, I was like, well, hopefully I'll be able to do this again. I know. And I'm like, bitch, you are. I caught that. Full swing, full swing. You're like, well, hopefully when I do this the next time or something like that, I was like, ah, she's about to get married in a month. Dude. It's crunch time, baby. Four and a half weeks. I know. It's that's me punch. that's on me that's on me this week <laughs> okay so do you want to revisit those a bit i f- i still feel like they stand a year yeah, they stand i i mean i things I'm, are fresh for you so i yeah. would love to get a new perspective on like what's it like yeah planning like in 2022 too so yeah i've come up with four more of my new four my new four top things part of these is like lived experience part of this is just like another wedding season and a half under my belt no two like i've had two wedding seasons since that episode came out so it's like i've seen more right i've seen more stuff more we got like, more things are fresh we got more wisdom yeah sort of wisdom to or drop we just have attended two years worth of weddings yeah and then and and you have like planning number yeah. two under your belt so did you come up with any I've got some loose, some okay. loose meat here. Loose meat. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they're pretty generic because I will be honest and say that I still give uh, couples who are inquiring with me like wedding advice or if they ask or just things that we're talking about getting to know each other. And it is like very much the priorities one. Like, yeah. For some reason that helped me immensely mm-hmm. and helped me budget and a lot of other things. So yeah, that's like my first solid yep. advice tip tip of the dick but yeah i got some loose stuff i think yours will be really interesting because you're currently in the process but i I will definitely add to and give you some okay some others so the first thing i wrote down these are in no particular order of importance Mm -hmm. but i said your dj sets the vibe and is so important if you want to dance have fun party stay organized the amount of receptions i've seen die lately because of just like bad djs has boggled my mind like i've had a couple weddings recently that was like uncle tom's friend was doing it and i get we gotta cut 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 corners somewhere but like don't don't cut it there or i don't know because i've also had like couples get frustrated because like maybe they hire like a cheaper dj maybe he's older and they're not playing the songs that you want them to play. Like one time I had to fight a DJ to play like a, a Cardi B song because I was like, the bride wants the song, play the song. He's like, I'll get to it. I'm like, no, next. We, we don't need the YMCA, babe. And we've said it again about DJs. You guys, I have this as mine and it's playlisting slash music and this uh, it affects your entire day. Yep. And my last wedding, Lauren and Dan, um, are really into music as well. And they hired this DJ who the groom works with. So great. Great. They said they spent hours on their playlisting 
the DJ was on board with all of this. And when I say vibes were immaculate during cocktail hour, they were immaculate because Frank Sinatra was not, was not on the was not, on, was not in the queue. I'm just saying, switch it up. Yeah. If you guys like folksy Mumford and Sons, Lumineers music, play that at your mm-hmm. cocktail hour. Play that while people are eating dinner. Yeah. It, I, we only know a handful of good DJs. We know. Few and far between. And one being Aaron and San, like you guys already know and have met. Well, we need San on here, but. We need San on here. But things are changing. Okay, yeah. things are changing in the music and DJ wedding industry, and you just have to look for it. And it's worth, yeah, investigating. And I think having like hiring someone with like a a good presence, you know, like Aaron like carries himself really well, and he like the MC he is great. He, like your DJ should help take bear the weight off of you, not put more weight on you. Mm-hmm. And I've had DJs like really like scold the couple because like we're not on schedule we're not on this Fuck and like the schedule it's like go roll with it like relax. everyone else does yeah relax it's huge and i'm just saying music has we know mm-hmm. the effect a mu- music can have on an event on people on moods and emotions so play on that yeah or if you don't feel like you are super big into music people like we're good with whatever just put a little more effort then trust your dj to play to read the room Because if you're not that big into music, I guarantee you still want to like dance or have other people dance. Like nothing more awkward, nothing more awkward. It kills me every time than when we have a full dance floor and then the DJ plays another slow song and everybody clears off the dance floor. It's like, dude. Stop with it. Mm -hmm. You you did the anniversary dance. You did like we this isn't prom. You don't need to like. I feel like those these DJs were never on the aux at a house party. Never. And it shows. No. You know how to get the crowd going. You know if you've ever had the, the pleasure, the wonderful pleasure and privilege of being on aux at any point in time. And I'm telling you, <laughs> you just got to know how to work it. But there are DJs out there, and I think you just have to search a little harder for them outside of, you know, big production companies. Yeah. They're out there. You just need to search for them and you need to make your vision really clear when it comes to music because yeah. I promise it's like night and day with how it'll affect guest experience, mood, overall mm-hmm. experience. True. Good. I had that same one. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Should I go with one? Yeah, do, you have a, do you have a loosey goose for us? It is loose. Okay. But I think this is something it's more geared towards like 2022 and weddings now and it's determining a what determining a wedding style. And I know this sounds like, okay, yeah, my Pinterest board, but there are really specific styles now into weddings. Yeah. And I think we're understanding that better. And I'm thinking like that helps you lead to your vendors. So even if you do create a Pinterest board, like we know we've always done, there's a specific essence and vibe and yep. aura to it that mm-hmm. can help you cultivate that with the the right people. Right. So I just... I said something similar to that, and I said, I said, try to have some sort of vision for how you want your day to look and feel. Yeah. This goes, like, beyond your decorations or your color palette or, like, the china you choose or whatever. When you get your wedding va- gallery back, how do you want it to feel? Because there have been times where, like, I've had a disconnect with clients about, like, how they wanted their day to look and how it actually was. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted their day to feel like timeless and elegant, but they spent their entire 
time that I was there, you know, they did a receiving line. They did like all of this stuff that it was like, it just ate away time where we could have like styled something or done something different. And, you know, I've had couples that have done a really good job of like focusing and staying in the moment and, t- and telling me like, I really don't care about portraits. I just want like photos of us with our family. And like being able to verbalize that to like the people that are documenting your wedding is super important because like I really don't have a preference. Like if I have five minutes for portraits or 30 minutes for portraits, it's like if that's what you choose and that's what you're doing, like I'm not going to feel pressure to like give you a hundred bridal portraits if you only want to, to do you know, five to 10 minutes of portraits. Like that's, that's your choice, not mine. I can say like, maybe I need more time or whatever, but try to have some sort of a vision because I was recently at a wedding again, not of my own wedding where I felt like the couple really like either they didn't have any expectations. And I was like, well, this is cool. Or they could have had expectations, but no one knew what they were. And it was very, we, it was the hardest wedding I've ever like trying to read this couple of like, um, cause like I've been taking on a lot of weddings that aren't my own. I've been like second shooting and associate shooting and like for photo and video. And so like, I've just been, I've just been working my ass off really. So part of it was like, I didn't know this couple at all, but I was still like, what do they want this day to look like in the end? Yeah. Like what, like, what are they, what are they it's, expecting this to look like? Like sometimes I've like with our couples, it's like, oh, they're going to want a vintage feel or something more vibey or they're going to want something more clean and timeless. And, and we find that out with getting to know yes. the couple. But if you are kind of getting thrown in or, you know, second shooting or, you know, associate shooting for someone, it's, it's a little, yeah, it's a little hard to like get a read yeah. on people right away. And then like you're seeing everything. So you're catching the vibe or, you know, what kind of, yeah vision that they're and even going the main for. photographer at this was like i've got no idea yeah what is what like is she did their engagement here? photos and everything oh. and so i was like huh it was very very weird it was a strange day but that really like made me think that like if you're so caught up in going through the motions and taking things off the box like try to take a step back and like you know get a drink with your partner or you know have coffee in the morning and just be like when we look back at our gallery what do we want to see and like thinking of it from that perspective, like I know you might not think that either because we think like that because we're documenting it. So it is, I guess, we're telling you that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. And we'll, well, you know, if your photographer doesn't ask you that, maybe that's something you mm-hmm. should tell them because that's a way that, yeah. One of I, I think you, you gave me this, but like on our pre-wedding questionnaires that we send our couples, one of the questions that you ask and now I ask because I copied you was if you could only have five photos from your wedding favorite question what would they be in our couple for this weekend we're we're going to New England for their wedding um Carly and Chelsea and they said um the first thing they listed was us having coffee in the morning together I wouldn't have known that if I didn't ask this question I I might have just been like bullshit and drinking my own coffee think you wanted like privacy you know like Yes. It's it's wild. It's stuff that maybe they would assume that you would get, but now that we know, we know to pay mm-hmm. extra f- fucking attention to it. It's my favorite question because yeah. it's like, I also ask like, what are some other like special happenings or important aspects of your day that you want me to like pay more attention to? And they'll put it in there, but like the five, it's like walking down the aisle and you know that that's important, mm-hmm. but like, okay, now I know to make sure I really nail the shot or I, you know, get creative with it or something, you know? Yeah. 
or just stuff that you don't and I think, think it about. helps them think right what are the important moments visually that we want to remember and have you know in a time capsule mm-hmm. and I don't know it's it's great if you're, yeah if your photographer doesn't ask you that maybe try to answer that yourself because I, I don't love know that if I said this on the pod but I use this example a lot and if not I'm gonna say it again I had a bride whose mom passed away and she said I really want pictures and photos of my guests and family members looking at the memory table Mm. never ever would i ever think to i would document the memory table and maybe if i was there right time right place and i saw someone taking in the photos of her mom Mm -hmm. i maybe would have thought about it but now i know that i'm like oh i'll spend a few minutes over there watching people react to the photos of her mom like don't give me a shot by shot list nothing's gonna turn me off quicker i got one that was two pages long in excel uh, 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 but I love this girl was like family to me, so I was like, "I love you very much, and I know that this helped." But I'm going to burn this. But I got you, and yeah. it was easy to do that with her. Yeah. But we, well, no, nothing. We did. You more. know, some wedding blogs tell people to do that. So some people literally think like, like I let's I've, let's set the record straight here, right here, right now. Wedding better- planners, wedding bloggers. Fuck that shit. We don't want it. I don't want you, you to tell a- me to get your dress shot, your shoe shot, this shot with your girls. This shot. It's like, it's going to happen. If it's there nothing, in the moment, I'm going to do it. There's nothing worse. You, as most people can relate, there's nothing worse than somebody else telling you how to do your own job. So right. please respect that from us that we know what we're doing and you hired us because you believe you know what we're doing. Yeah. So believe that, trust that, and let us do our thing. But it's, if you, I mean, maybe you hired a photographer who wants a shot by shot list. If they ask me. for it, go by all means, give it to them. But we're going to say for most photographers and including us specifically, because we, we can speak yeah. for ourselves, is that we would rather you not, would rather you not tell me to take a picture of you with your, you getting your dress on. It's like, and listen, and listen, and if the mom's excited, nervous, anxious, and she's like, get this. I will. I'll I will. oblige. I'll oblige and I'll be kind. And I'm like, oh, thank you, you know? Yeah. And only a few times will I, will I really feed into that. But if someone's helicoptering, they're like, did you get this? Did you it's get this? It's usually like one bridesmaid that's like doing the most. And the bride like she, is, and the She's bride, not the maid of honor, but bride, she wants to be. The bride always goes, hey, we paid Jess because we she knows what she's doing. Let her do her thing. And it's yeah. always the bride sticks up for me. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Love you. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Rach. You got another one? So my other one is, and this is something that I'm living firsthand. Weddings are pricey. They just are. So try to set that expectation going into it and plan accordingly. And don't expect to be able to like work around that. Not that you can't, not that there aren't areas to work around. Mm -hmm. But whether that means maybe you're having a longer engagement to save up the money, um, maybe you're taking on more work. Like that's what I decided to do is like I've made like $6,000 in the past like three months just taking on work. Damn, Rach. That funeral. Shout out Eileen. Hey, that funeral. Eileen. The second shooting, associate shooting. Bless up, Eileen. Truly, like I've just I've, – that's what I've had to do um, and I'm never going to regret doing that. I feel I, – I honestly feel like like – hashtag blessed or whatever that i was able to take on that work and like yeah make it work Just grateful for um, the opportunities but like don't let the sticker shock keep you from having the vendors you really want they probably charge that for a reason mm. and that's something that i think i find that very personal to me because M- madison and i have a high price tag because we're two women trying to support our families mm-hmm. 
And it sucks when we don't even get to like engage in a conversation with people and when they like shut it down. Like I've I've conversed with couples, well, mostly brides. And then the day of the consultation, it's like clear that they finally showed their fiance the price and then they cancel. That's happened to me probably five times. Day really? of, like I, I range my schedule around this. And it's like, give me the opportunity to like let you get to know me, to talk about like payment plans, to talk about anything. Um, because it sucks when people don't, you know, give think, you give you give the you, opportunity yes. at all. Like, give, like just give me the opportunity. Give yourself the opportunity to hear about what a wedding could look like through our lens. Like, right. I don't know. I get that money doesn't grow on trees. I say that all the time. I, I understand. And you know, I've, I cash all my savings. Living bonds. it firsthand. So. I'm, I'm doing the best I can right now. But and like like you said, like there are options. And if you would just let me explain those yeah. or give me the opportunity to explain them, then things yeah. could be different. Like payment plans, like making this work for them. Like, yeah, there it's, are some- it's hard to be to be shut out before even having a chance to talk. And yeah. I think that's frustrating. Like there are some wedding aspects that I think are bullshit, like cost, like pricey stuff that I'm like, why the hell does it cost this, you know, X amount? I'm not going to say what because I don't want to, you know, diminish whatever anybody does. But more than likely, if you are working with like a solo owned business, like they're charging that because they they need to. Mm-hmm. Like they're not trying to fuck you over, right? Yeah. they. Oh, want- I will say, I will say the one thing because it's not, people can't do Venues. <laughs> venues are the thing that I feel like are highway robbery. <laughs> there are some venues that is a $15,000 reservation fee in Cleveland. Like to book a wedding at this venue is 15 grand. That's not including food. That's including tables. Bro, or linens. You, bro. Like what? Yes. There Dude, are, average weddings are like 30 grand. That's half of it right there. Yes. And most people are doing it around 20. Venue fees have gotten insane. So I will say that. I will, I'll shit on some venues real quick because- <sighs> Unless it's an all-inclusive thing where it's like, this is the cost for this and food and blah, blah, blah. I think that's great. But if you're like, oh, it's going to cost uh, eight grand just to uh, book it. Asinine. Fucking crazy. Crazy. Crazy bananas. Oof. Um, so I will say that. I, I think that is the big – those are the biggest part of wedding planning that I think are – where they take advantage of the industry. And I think – because venues are obviously the first thing people book. And then it sets the tone for everything else. Well, and if, if you, you spent you, half your budget on your on your venue, then you don't have enough to yeah. divvy up for all the other vendors. Yeah. So it's something to think about. Something to think about. Yeah. The venues are the thing that I'm like, hey, boo, tomatoes, tomatoes. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Go get a tent in someone's nice ass backyard. You'll be good to go. Or like I am never, ever, ever gonna shit on a hotel reception and i want here this is my thing this is my thing a ballroom classico oh i don't care i i would love you to have a meaningful ceremony outside something pretty Mm -hmm. let's go take pictures at your favorite park hit a brewery on the way back like let's do that let's get married in your parents backyard but I shot a wedding a couple weeks ago and at a hotel 
it is so fucking nice for your guests. It's and so I'm, convenient. I'm never, ever going to shit on them, ever. Mm-hmm. I get One, it. One, as a photographer, I'm bouncing that flash all night. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to look any type of way. It's not going to have this, it's not going to have an, a rustic vibe if you're getting married at the Courtyard Suites. Mm-hmm. But there is Benny's to, I will never yeah. shit on a hotel I reception. I will never do it. I I like them. I I, well, I'm going to go out on a bridge and say, like, I dig them. I'm like, because oh, because the I'll couple is going to do them because they want their guests to party and they care about their safety. Mm-hmm. Every single bride or groom that I've had that got that had a like hotel ballroom reception were like, we were just so worried about people driving afterwards. It's wow. what everyone says. I didn't even think of that. I just thought straight up 100% convenience. Yeah. I mean, but, it is convenient, but, but it's I never safe. Thought it's a safety, safety. issue. Wow. Oh, okay. You know, like yeah, it is. I'm, for our wedding, that's something I'm worried about because it's like if people aren't staying, I know they're not going to Uber. I hope you know it's like it's stress. Catch me Uber into that hotel. You, I, you, yeah, you and Joe will Uber because you're not dumb. But we'll see. Joe is a ball of anxiety, so yeah, there's no way. True. Okay. Do we need to? Here's here's what I have, Rach. Um, something that we kind of did, but didn't fully do. So I kind of regret, but take, take some time off before and after your wedding, Mm -hmm. take a step out of the planning process, take a weekend away, do something just together that doesn't involve anything that has to do with wedding, but also take time after nothing is worse. I don't know if we talked about this before, but Joe and I didn't do a honeymoon, but we did stay um in columbus for a few days to come down from the high that's what josh and i are doing good going to columbus oh really yeah cute it's a great spot yeah just away enough yeah but even something like that like so it doesn't have to break the bank doesn't be some tropical all-inclusive bullshit but it can be if you if you plan it Mm -hmm. but nothing is worse than going jumping right back into reality after riding like the wedding high I've and had I've had a bride. Uh, I I can think of only one person specifically. They weren't my bride. They were just my friend actually. Who she was a teacher. Got married on a Sunday in the fall and taught on Monday. Buzz Killington. No. Uh-uh. Buzz <laughs> Killington. That is terrible. <laughs> like it's just any old weekend. Yeah, I know. Like, I that was like, it's sad, girl, guys. Take, take if, some time. Something just a few days and go do something that you wouldn't normally do. Right. I don't care if that's sitting in your hotel, getting room service all day. That is what it's about. It's about just enjoying your marital bliss for a few extra days. I would highly, highly, highly recommend. I don't care if it doesn't have to cost a lot of money either. Just do it. It's. I agree. Just taking that time for it to like sink in and just enjoy each other. A long time. Because to be honest, how much are you really alone with your partner on your wedding day? Well... That leads, Jess, we are insane, bitch. So that leads to my last one. It says, carve out time in your schedule to spend with your partner, whether it's coffee in the morning together or stealing time away after the ceremony. Honor your commitment on that day and do everything you can to let it sink in. It's a high energy day. It really is. Like the anxieties from everyone are through the roof. But if you can just like say, like I've had couples just like take a smoke break, you know, like let's just chill for five minutes and like talk 
Mm-hmm. Like, talk about what happened in the morning. Talk about, like, you don't have to, like, confess your love to each other during this time, but, like, touch base. If the first time you're seeing your partner is, like, at the ceremony, take some time. I've thought of this. Someone made a good point about doing a first look because this couple was like, oh, I want, I want to wait to see them down the aisle. And then someone made a point, uh, was like, uh, our ceremony's at five and our reception ends at 11. Mm-hmm. So I only see you for like seven hours of that day on yeah. our wedding day. Only see you for that long. That's silly. Yeah. That's silly. And once you get to the reception, you don't see each other. 100% no. So it is rare. I'd say it's rare for me to get the bride and the groom and the dance floor at the same time. And when and when they are, I'm shooting like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because I have to make it look like you guys were together all fucking night. Yeah. But just because they make good photos. But I just thought that was such a good point and such a good perspective of how much time you actually spend mm-hmm. or intentional time or just like touching base truly with that person. And mm-hmm. we say this all the time to our couples. I, I think you do as well. And I'm like, if you want to build that time and we highly recommend it because just keeping it's our job to keep you present in mm-hmm. the moment throughout your day. So we try, try to build it in, you know, I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm done with photos. So if you guys want to like hide out for a few minutes, I'm going to go head up and, and grab some and grab some grub but i don't know i think that's really important i think taking one freaking deep breath in mm-hmm. going back in just together or just you know don't talk because you've been talking all day i don't yeah. know anything whatever that looks and feels like to you i think is really important to do yeah i feel like there's not I, there's not a magic answer to slowing the day down i wish there was we've been to enough where it's like we try and it sucks. I hate that it's that day that like, oh, it's just going by so fast. Like, I don't remember it. Like, blacked out. Don't You know, like all of that. It's all true. Um, But I wish I knew like exactly the formula I could do to like, you're going to live your best life. You're going to remember everything. Um, But just try to like take a moment to like think about, like sit down with your partner and talk about like, how can we slow this day down for us? Like, you know, when it comes, when it gets there, because... It sucks. It sucks when it goes so fast you don't even know what hits you. Mm-hmm. It does go. I mean, I can attest to that. It just was like over in the blink of an eye. Yeah. But I will say something that I wish I would have done. And I say this in hindsight. And then I know you were like, I'm so interested to know what you would do different. And I know mm-hmm. my answer last time we said this was my dress. But with slowing things down and with, with having some alone time, I really wish that Joe and I got ready together alone. I really wish like he got me in my dress and then he turned around and we saw like had that moment. And I'm not, I was so like, I don't want, he didn't want a first look and that was fine with me. I'm like, I'm fine to party with my girls all morning. That's fine. But I think that would have been a good intentional time for us. And that would be a nice escape. Like literally that would be the alone time that I didn't get. I think we took five, five minutes at the bottom of those stairs before we came into the reception. That was our only time, but yeah. That's what I wish we would have done. Right. Because I feel like it's like getting back into like your habit of reality. You know, like you and Joe, like getting ready in the morning is something you do all the time. Mm -hmm. And so it would feel natural to like do that on that day. Um, I've had a couple weddings where couples do that, mostly elopements and small weddings. But it is like it doesn't take away. Like I think people think that seeing, seeing each other before the wedding will take away the pressure or, or take away the emotion of the first look down the aisle. I can't, 
I truly can't express how much I disagree with that. It's funny you said pressure because it does take away the pressure, but it doesn't take away the emotion. Right, right. It takes away the pressure of the reaction, but I feel like it gives people more freedom to like, I've already seen them. We've already like, like it doesn't take away from how big that fucking moment is walking down the aisle. If you've got a crier, you've got a crier. That person's going to cry if they see you 30 times that day or for the first time walking down the aisle. I believe that. Because walking down the aisle, it's such a moment. Mm -hmm. Like it's its own thing. And Mm -hmm. um, I almost feel like it's overwhelming if it's the first time that you see each other. I had... Uh, this was really cool. It was a good example of this. Uh, my couple over the weekend had a first look. It was great, you know, and it went well. They did like a private vow reading together. That was emotional. That was good. And they were kind of still riding like was nervous, right? Like it's still kind of chaotic. And we were doing their photos and she was like holding her dress up there, holding hands. And I told the groom to look at Lauren and he was, his name's Dan. He looks at, and we're you know, she's doing the dress thing. And Lauren's like, are you crying? And Dan was so just overwhelmed with emotion just looking at Lauren during these photos after the ceremony and they'd mm-hmm. been married at this point. And he was like, I feel like this is like, I'm feeling everything right now in this yeah. moment because everything's done and I can finally relax and I'm yeah. actually taking in that she's my wife. It was just such a cool moment that I just like, and then I just kind of stepped away and let them have it and He's just like crying and, you know, they're just being happy together. He's like, I'm just elated. I'm so happy. And it was like, what a cool moment, you know? And it's crazy. It's a good example of like not things, um, your emotions aren't happening when they're supposed to on the day and they could just happen at a moment when things start to slow down. Mm -hmm. So it's a good example of like, that's such high emotion when you're walking down the aisle, but it's like you may not feel... You'll feel overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, I've I've said this before. I know I have that I've had brides that like think they're going to cry hysterically and then 100 people are staring at you and then you just go (laughs) and then you just like fucking deer in the headlights Uh like – I could have sworn. Like, how many brides you know that look at people like wave down the aisle, like, yeah, nice to see ya. And it's like, girl, (laughs) you're like, get back in the moment. Yeah, you just don't know. It's a lot of pressure. So I could have sworn that I would cry on my wedding day and I didn't. But I was also on birth control. Now I'm thinking, oof, killer, motion killer. Really? Oh, yeah. I cried everything now, now that I'm off. Do you think you'll cry? Yeah, I intend on crying. I'm planning on it. Setting up for it. I've I've been I've been well, I guess fucking Steel Magnolia is really cashed in that quarterly a little early. You cashed in the quarterly. You hundred percented with yeah, but you know, we got another quarterly coming up, so Yes. That's so funny. Oh I feel like this was a good epi. Yeah. Same. Like, do, you, do you have any other loose gooses? No, I, I would like that if we ended on that. I would like if we ended it now. <laughs> because I don't. I would like to be done now. Um, <laughs> I I just, I really did stand re-listening. I really stood with a lot of the stuff that I say. Yeah. That I said before. Like, those yeah. are my main points. But it was good. Yeah. Good epi. Good epi. Thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah. We're going to have a guest on soon. Right? Yes. Yes. I have to inform her, but a, a little pride epi. A little pride epi. Trish, longtime listener, first time caller, will be sitting here and I think she'll be stoked. Yes. She, be she's a big for better and worse fan. So we're stoked to have her. Uh Trish, if you don't hear from me, I know you're listening to this. <laughs> you're gonna be on the pod. <laughs> we are very excited. I'll be your- contacting you soon. Um no, I'm so excited for that. But yeah, so 
we got some some future ups coming. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. We love you. We care for you. And have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Love you. Love ya. Bye. This has been For Better and Worse Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Rach. And we out of here.